0: Welcome back to Sue Podcast. You are listening to episode number 18. I'm your host, Pamela Krista, and today we have a very special guest on the show, Holly Dahl. And Holly is a hormone expert. She is a mom, she's a businesswoman, and we are talking about all things burnout in this episode. But we're not just talking about your run-of-the-mill cookie-cutter surface level burnouts. Oh no, we're talking about how your hormones and burnout are directly related and how us moms running an online business are truly affected by burnout. So tune in to find out how burnout happens, how we can tell the signs and what exact tangible steps that you can take to get out of your burnout cycle. Are you ready friend? Let's meet Holly. Hey mama, are you wanting to start or grow your podcast? Are you a busy mom running an online business and you enjoy small, actionable, bite-sized tips? Do you dream of having a business that flocks your ideal clients to you? If you answered yes, let's reconnect you with your why and take action with your dreams and give you the clarity that you crave. I'm on a mission to help you grow your online business through the power of podcasting. Each week, we'll dive into topics to help you feel more confident behind the mic, and the tips, tricks, and tools that you need to help you grow your online business. I'm Pamela Krista, a blogger and website designer turned podcast manager and strategist, but I'm also a Jesus lover, a wife, and a mama to five, so friend, I know how valuable your time is. I promise you'll only get the good stuff here. This is Moms Who Podcast. Let's dig in. Holly, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. How are you doing? I'm doing so good, Pamela. Thanks so much for having me. I'm a huge fan of you and your show. Oh, thank you so much. I'm really excited to dive into our topic today. We're going to be talking about burnouts and specifically for podcasters, but also just women in business, moms in business who are doing the dang thing. And we have a podcast and it can be a lot. And Um, we're going to talk about what I'm currently facing and some things that Holly has faced and maybe still be facing. We're going to dive into all of that. So
1: Holly, I would love for you to introduce yourself and let us know who you are and what you do. Thank you so much. So my name is Holly Dahl. I have a background in holistic nutrition with an expertise in women's hormones, specifically burnout. And i I work with high-achieving women in the realm of hormone balance, emotions, and overcoming burnout so that they can thrive in business and in life. Because, Pamela, I don't know about you, but we got into business to create impact, to create income, and to live a life of freedom with our family and our friends, and just to help people to be in service, but not to be burned out.
0: Right. And that is so important. And Holly, you are also the host of the Bombshell CEO podcast. And please go check her out and follow her podcast and subscribe, leave your review. Her podcast has so many tips for for women in business as well. And Holly, I'm a huge fan of your podcast as well.
1: But you know, Aww, thank you so much. Yes, we try to bring alignment to your business body and brain on that show.
0: Yes, and we actually launched our podcast on the same day, my first podcast. And I was blown away by, so you have to go back to the beginning of her podcast. You have to, you have to start from the beginning and just binge your content. But it's truly, truly great.
1: Thank okay. you so much. I forgot that we, yeah, we did launch on the same day twinsies. <laughs> I know we
0: did. I love that. I love that so much. And then, so before we get into the content real quick, I love a good icebreaker question and I would love to know what is your dream vacation spot?
1: Oh my gosh. Honestly, I just, I'm dying to go to a beach. So yeah. three years ago before the pandemic, my husband and my two kids and I, we went to Mexico for three weeks and we went to this little fishing village. We stayed in like this one room hotel and we just got to see behind the scenes, right? It wasn't touristy. It wasn't a resort. I found my favorite little coffee shop. We'd hit the beach every day, just connect with the locals. Yeah. Enjoy the food. Like, oh my gosh, we were outside so much. I slept like a baby. I was like, I look 10 years younger. I feel 10 years younger. Like I did not want to come home. Right. Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. Oh, it was it was beautiful. So take me to a beach, and I
0: will be happy. Thank you too. I'm the same way. I'm a beach girl. Our house is like ocean themed, which I'm so happy that my husband went along with it. Like he, I got a mermaid wedding ring. Like mermaids all over the house. Like I love beaches. I've never been to the beach. Like I've never actually swam in a beach, like in the ocean or anything like that. But I, I still love it. And we, when we got married, we took a picture by the sunset, like by the beach. So that kind of counts. But I still love it no matter what. <laughs> oh, so, take me beautiful. to the beach. Oh. beautiful,
1: beautiful. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And so we are talking about burnout. And really quickly, I just want to say my piece on this. I mean, I have more to say, but so like I just said, Holly and I launched our podcast on the same day. So my first podcast is called Mama Knows Business. And I have been facing burnout because I am feeling the pressure to not only keep Moms Who Podcast afloat with my, my Facebook group and my episodes and my email list and my program that I launched. So it's just been really overwhelming to think about the episodes that I have to produce on Mama Knows Business. And so I recently had to make the decision to end that podcast. And so we can run ourselves rampant and we can face burnout. Now, Holly, what has your experience been with that? Have you experienced that personally? And what do you think also, like, how do we get to that point too? Cause it's just so, it's so mind blowing to me.
1: Oh, I have a lot to say, Pamela. Okay. So I know you do. That's why I brought you you on. on. (laughs) Oh, I'm happy to be back. So in my previous life, I worked in the dental industry for 14 years and I left because I was so burnt out. Like I wasn't sleeping at night. I was walking on eggshells every day at work. I would drop my kids off at school. And there was this kind of like this little corner that I would turn and just kind of like pull over after I had dropped them off just down the street from the school. And I would call my husband and I would be crying and I couldn't breathe. I was having panic attacks. And I was just like, I I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do, but like, I can't keep working here. Obviously, this is a toxic environment. There's toxic people. I'm a victim. I just can't. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I have to quit. So in true Holly fashion, I quit that job. And two weeks later, I joined an online business academy to help me set up my nutrition practice, which I opened a few weeks after that. So I don't give myself time to process, time to heal, time to actually figure out what's going on. Yeah. And three years into my nutrition practice, I crash hard. Oh, and yeah. I was like, how could this happen to me again? Like, right? what is going on? And so I had to start. Peeling back the layers. And maybe you have people listening were like, Yeah, you know what? I have made a big life change. Like I moved cities or I quit my business and started a new business or I changed jobs. Yeah. And I thought that was going to be the answer to my burnout, but it happened again because burnout is not a one time deal. Chances are, if you've experienced it, you know this, it's actually something that happens in cycles. Yeah. And so I had to start to peel back the layers and understand. That There's there's a root cause here that most people aren't talking about. Most people are talking about surface level conversations like take a vacation, you just need more self-care, things like this. But at the end of the day, I define burnout as a behavior problem rooted in trauma. It is the behaviors that we need to focus on. Now, it becomes a hormone problem because of that continual stress response in the body, which of course is always kicking out our stress hormone, then that impacts our sex hormones. Our metabolic hormones, there's just so many layers to burnout, and I love just kind of like getting to that root cause because even Pamela, as you were talking about having two podcasts, yeah, I'm thinking about what are the behaviors that are driving that because yeah. there's three behaviors that I see with my clients, and I have these behaviors too that keep us revolving in those cycles of burnout, and they are people pleasing uh-huh. high achieving. <laughs> and hypervigilance and yeah. a lot of this we can relate back to a childhood trauma if you're a pleaser you're likely someone who grew up pleasing a parent if you're someone who's a high achiever maybe you were punished for not producing a result like maybe you got a spanking because you didn't get a certain grade at school yeah and so nothing is ever good enough and you always want more and you need to check more boxes and then hypervigilant we can kind of relate that back to some type of abuse like it could even be emotional abuse because you live in a state of fear and you always want to control every situation. And so when we think of those behaviors, how freaking exhausting is it? So exhausting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I
0: remember too when I was talking to you about this before. You were like, oh my gosh, are you sure? Like,
1: are you, are you going to be able to do that? Right. Yeah. Right. Because a lot of us are perfectionists. And if you're a high achiever, you want to do all the things, you want to check all the boxes, you want to have two podcasts, not one. And so I believe that this is actually something that's deeply stored in our body, in our nervous system. So that's why sometimes the big changes don't work, but sometimes those small things that we do, like, the self care, the bubble bath, the manicure, the massage or even the vacation, right? They give ah. you relief in the moment, but you come back to the same place again if we don't really address those behaviors and what is the driving force for them?
0: Yeah, that's so interesting. I love that. And so how did you navigate that when you faced it the second time around with your business?
1: It was so interesting because someone was asking me this on another podcast and I I said I don't know if it was just like One thing that made me realize it, but I was reading a book by Gabor Mate called When the Body Says No, The Hidden Cost of Stress. And he kind of linked different personality types to certain diseases. And it was really fascinating to me. And I think that that was something that kind of started me on that investigation and really peeling back those layers. Because I think when most people think of burnout, they think, it's just work-related stress or it's burning the candle at both ends. And I'm not saying those aren't contributing factors, but when we get to the bottom of it, that is not what's causing the burnout. It is the behaviors that have probably been so deeply ingrained since childhood. That's what we really need to look at.
0: Right. And so once we notice that, how can we take steps to like because you say it's a cycle so it's going to come back at some point how can we like not only recognize it but what are some steps that we can do to just like help get over that hurdle
1: well it is a it is a cycle right because you kind of have the fight or flight phase where your body is responding to that stress the resistance phase the burnout phase but then you can get into something that is habitual burnout where you can't really define l- stress outside of regular life. Like the lines are very blurred. There's no distinction of this is stress and this is life. Like life just feels like it's constantly stressful. And that's where you really get to the point where the color is draining. The joy is gone. You're in that apathetic state. Like you kind of just don't care. So some of the symptoms and some of the ways that people can recognize burnout is if you're someone who is exhausted all the time, no matter how much you sleep. I mean, that certainly was my story. I would drag myself through the day. I just couldn't get going. And it's not an exhaustion where if you have a nap, that's going to do the trick. Or maybe you Mm. have like that extra coffee in the afternoon. It's this unrelenting fatigue. And then we have things like irritability, mood, emotional dysregulation. Like Mm -hmm. you snap over things that would normally not bother you. And it's like the response isn't appropriate for the situation, but you actually can't help it. You're you're very depleted. So you've got low energy, you've got cravings for for sugar, maybe salt, maybe caffeine, and you start to notice a change in your body composition. Like you start to store fat in areas that you never stored it before, like that midsection, that belly fat, that is related to cortisol, the stress hormone, that's very much related to Burnout can be related to burnout. You might have problems with your cycles. It's kind of like the domino effect because yeah. what happens in the body is, first of all, let's talk about the types of stress. Like your body doesn't differentiate between the types of stress, whether that's real physical danger, like there's a bear chasing you, anticipated stress, like you hear a ping on your phone. Or you go into your email, or you check your bank account, or you get a text from a client and you're thinking, Mm -hmm. oh my God, what's on the other side of this? Or perceived stress. You could be reliving a traumatic situation, having an emotional response to something. You could see something on your phone, Pamela, that is so upsetting to you. And so your body starts the stress cycle where it kicks out your stress hormones. And one of those hormones is cortisol. Now, it does this in an attempt to help you survive a potential threat and get you ready to fight or flee. But we don't really need to run if we're looking at something on our phone or if a coworker says something to us or we're stressed out about our podcast. We don't really need to like have the energy to run or fight. But yeah. the body doesn't know what's happening. The body only knows that it is a potential threat. And so yeah. It wants to keep you alive. Its job is to keep you alive. And so it keeps kicking out more cortisol. With high cortisol levels, you are gonna have things like weight gain. You're gonna have things like poor sleep, cravings, low energy, irritability. And then what happens is it starts to steal from other hormones in your body to make more cortisol. And one of those hormones is progesterone. And progesterone is typically associated with staying pregnant, but now your body is choosing survival over reproduction. Mm -hmm. And progesterone is the hormone that calms you, that helps you burn fat, that helps you deal with stress. It's kind of like this warm blanket. Mm -hmm. Then we end up with an imbalance between our progesterone and estrogen levels. Then we get things like heavy periods. We get poor sleep. We get irritability. We get the weight gain. And so it becomes this big domino effect in the body. Yeah, that's
0: crazy to think about. Like that just blows your mind or blows my mind. I'm sure it blew your mind when you learned all this.
1: (laughs) Well, it did. And that's why I'm really passionate about getting rid of the surface level conversations about burnout and talking about like the things that really matter and how people can support their bodies, how to like recognize these symptoms and how to support their bodies. Because I think people just think like, oh yeah, like I, this is a season and I just, I'm stressed out, but things will get better. But if you don't actually, if it doesn't get better and you don't address those underlying issues, you're going to have problems. You're going to be stuck revolving in those cycles of burnout and not evolve out because burnout doesn't get better on its own. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so when we realize those underlying issues, is it, is that just the key to kind of like getting through that cycle of burnout or is there other things to do as well?
1: Well, I think that that's step one, because I think there's a lot of shame around this, Pamela. Like, even as you're talking, right, it's like it's almost some grief, like knowing that you kind of have to let go of that other podcast because you have to really be able to manage your energy. And Mm -hmm. burnout can be an addiction, right? It can actually be an addiction for people because what happens when you check all the boxes and you have two podcasts and you're on social media every day and you have all these clients? People praise you. Yeah. People validate you. People tell you how much they love you and how awesome you are, and yeah. your bank account is filling up. Right. So, even though sometimes people do take certain steps to maybe cut back their work hours or they start going to bed earlier, it's easy to slip back into those behaviors because of the reward that you're getting. And so, I think. Step one is recognizing those physical symptoms. Step two is really looking at the behaviors that are driving this. And then there's four pillars that I use with all my clients. I have a four-pillar framework for healing where we look at nutrition, we look at supplements, we look at lifestyle, and we look at mindset. And so I'm really happy just to kind of share a few things in regards to each one of those categories. Yeah. So, in terms of nutrition, I mean, people who are burnt out, women who are burnt out, their body is just in such a depleted state. And how many women are listening to this right now who probably don't eat breakfast? They probably have a coffee and then just that was get mean. on their merry it's way. That I
0: haven't even had coffee.
1: Oh, <laughs> mad, girl. so bad.
0: But this is so good, even for me, too. So, I'm learning right with our listeners, like, seriously. So, not skipping breakfast. <laughs>
1: Not skipping breakfast. And I just, there's so many. I I know that fasting is like a trendy thing, but you're in a very depleted state. So, what we don't want to do is add stress to the body. And when you don't feed your body, you are adding more stress, especially when you're recovering from burnout. You really need that nourishment. So, you need to have protein first thing in the morning. That's really key here because it gives you energy, it helps you feel alert, and it stabilizes blood sugar levels, which are going to help with. Cravings, yeah, and can you give some
0: quick examples of of that,
1: yeah, absolutely. the reason why I'll just say this quickly first, the reason why coffee on an empty stomach is is really hard it's hard on the body, it can kind of amplify your anxiety, mess up your sh- blood sugar levels, and it stresses the body, which will then kick out more cortisol, and you don't want that, yeah, so if people are listening and they haven't ate breakfast for twenty years and they're thinking like, it's going to feel so gross. I like to meet people where they're at. So let's just try to get the coffee and the breakfast with the protein a little closer together each yeah. each week. Let's get it five minutes closer or 10 or whatever till mm-hmm. eventually you're having that breakfast first before the coffee. Now it's going to depend on the person and what they like. I love eggs, but some people are like, ugh, that is not. Oh, I love (laughs) eggs. That's not going to be something I want to put in my tummy in the morning. Can you have half an apple with some almond butter or half a banana with some almond butter? Can you have a protein shake? I'm not one of those nutritionists who are like, oh, that's so gross. Like, let's meet people where they're at. Yeah. And I know for one of my clients, all she could do was have a protein shake in the morning, like protein yeah. powder, almond milk, shake it up, get it into her. Then we moved over to a smoothie after a couple months. And then a couple months after that, we moved over to a full breakfast. Yeah, I think I the other that. thing to understand here is you didn't get this way overnight. You're not going to fix it in a month. Right. It's going to take time. It's going to take time. Yeah. And this so is nutrition- also sort of
0: like habit building too, like building those good habits because what can lead to burnout is the the bad habits that we've built for so long and just getting rid of those.
1: Absolutely. And you want to focus on like balancing your hormones, building up a depleted body, decreasing that emotional and physical inflammation, managing energy, regulating your nervous system. Like these are foundational things. Yeah. So the nutrition is a big piece. And I promise you, if you start eating breakfast that has a source of protein, it could be eggs, it could be meat. If you tolerate dairy, it could be Greek yogurt, cottage cheese, could be hemp hearts, could be a protein shake. There's so many things. But if you start doing that, you will start to feel more energized, like your body will start to respond. It's it's such a huge thing that we just overlook. We don't understand the power of nutrition and what that can do for, for the body. And then when it comes to supplements, I love to think of this as like bridging the gaps. And if I could have a call to action for this step for the listeners is evaluate your supplements, like go through your supplements. And if you're taking more than five things, it's time to to scale back. And I was right there, Pamela, like last year when I went through another cycle of burnout, I was right there. I had two Ziploc freezer bags full of supplements. I kid you not. Yeah. I just kept buying things because I was hoping the next thing would be the magic pill. Right. And you know what? At the end of the day, I also was seeing like multiple practitioners. Like I spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars just trying to get better. But at the end of the day, nobody was addressing my gut. Right. So when I work with clients, we always start with gut, because if you don't address the damage to your gut from all that stress and burnout, anything else you take is literally a waste of money because your body can't properly use it till your gut health is restored. And then we have to look at minerals, too, because that's something that needs to be addressed because your body uses them rapidly during times of stress. So a lot of people are just taking a lot of things and women are bad for that. Like your friend mm-hmm. tells you, oh, then get this collagen or get this vitamin. You just go buy yeah. it, right? You're hoping that this is going to be the thing. Yeah. But we have to look at your gut health. And what happens is with the the gut, you have to remember when you have that stress response in the body, all the blood goes out to the extremities because in case you need to fight or run. So it yeah. takes the energy away from your digestive system that just allows the bad bacteria to grow and what happens is estrogen is metabolized in the gut so you you might already have that imbalance of progesterone and estrogen and now your gut is in bad shape and it can't get rid and metabolize the estrogen so you're going to have more problems so we always have to start with the gut the gut isn't only supplements but that is something that we definitely need to look at and then when we when we look at lifestyle I mean, anyone in healthcare in the health field, is going to tell you, get off your phone, (laughs) right?
0: Yeah.
1: Don't be on your phone. Don't be rolling over in bed and checking your phone. And here's the thing. Again, I want to meet people where they are at. The phones aren't going away. The phones are not going away. And for some people, just the thought of that creates more stress for them. So I like to help people achieve balance. And one of my things is five for you. So let's get you into the habit of taking five minutes just for you. Right. Find those five minute pockets during your day. If you can do it first thing in the morning and even do like a brain dump or journaling, because I think a lot of burnout is carrying too much in your brain, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. just yep. Mentally, like you're overloaded. You're yep. mentally overloaded. You're emotionally exhausted. You're physically depleted. So if we can get some of that down on paper. And what I love about paper to pen is that it, have, it has to flow out you. It has to flow through you. So it really mm-hmm. is kind of like you're getting that out. Yeah, and I love you that. could even go out for a walk, yeah. read a book, five minutes of stretches, gratitude, prayer, getting back to the beauty of the simple things. We're all yes. in this hustle culture where it's like, yeah. go, 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 go.
0: And that's so important. And that's actually something that I'm working on is taking more walks and and doing those things because it it's Even if I only walk for 15 minutes, like it's still more than I walked yesterday. So it's just adding those little things into your life. I really love that. And the journaling is so important too. Again, something I haven't done yet, but I do feel that overload because I have so much. I kind of did it in my phone today. I just kind of like said everything I needed to do today. Podcast, interview with Holly, content, just a whole bunch of other things I just rattled off. So I think that would help too because that takes some stress off of you really
1: well and then i think you can you can just see it right yeah. you can see it and what we want to do here is is to regulate our nervous systems like to start to regulate the body because we're constantly in that state of st- in that state of stress because of the world that we live in and hustle culture and everything so our body is is dysregulated but doing some stretches doing some prayer reading a book yeah. like going out getting in nature Nature is the best thing, even if you can just go outside and stand on your patio for five minutes. Yeah. I promise you, you will feel better. You will feel so much better. Mm -hmm.
0: I love that. Such good things here.
1: Oh, thank you. And then I kind of want to close off with a little bit of a self-awareness exercise, because when we talk about mindset, I think we really need to shift our beliefs and acknowledge that it is okay to ask for help. Yeah. we. I mean, a part of this burnout is not asking for help, right? And we need connection, community, and we need support. We need to understand that there's other people that are going through this. Because like I said before, there can be some shame and some guilt that comes with this and feeling like nobody understands. So kind of shifting that belief about receiving support, that's big. Because mindset is a huge factor, but a lot of that can be tied to those behaviors. Yeah, And so closing off with kind of like a mindset self-awareness exercises i would love if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're in a place where you can grab a paper and a pen i'm going to share some questions that i think are a really great starting points in seeing that emotional connection to burnout that can keep you in those cycles patterns behaviors and beliefs and if you're driving or if you're out walking or something come back to this and spend some time going through these questions So the first question is, do I spend a lot of time worrying about things that may never happen to me to the point where I am physically and mentally exhausted? I would say not just happening to you, but like happening in general or happening to loved ones. Like, Do you spend a lot of time worrying about things that might never happen? Do I find it hard to say no to people? Do I have a hard time creating, implementing, and upholding boundaries? Do I feel guilty if I put my needs first? Do I seek approval and validation from others? Is my worth tied to how others view me? Hmm. Is my worth tied to anything external? Do I downplay my accomplishments? Do I feel restless and never satisfied? Do I feel like no matter what I do, it's never good enough? Do I have an all or nothing mindset? And do I try to control the outcome of situations?
0: Oh my gosh, those are so good. So good. So as we are, or as a listener is answering these questions, whether it's mentally, if they're driving or if they come back to it, you could also pause and then go back a few seconds and write down all those questions. But if we're finding a pattern, Holly, is what, what would you say the next steps are? Do you, I know that you help with this specifically. So you want to talk a little bit about what they can do if they're noticing like, okay, I need some help here.
1: Well, Honestly, I think the behavior is something that needs to be addressed. A lot of people aren't ready for that. So go back and listen to where I talked about nutrition and the protein in the morning and the supplements and the lifestyle. Get started on those things. Yes. But keep in mind that these questions are going to give you the answers that you're seeking. I'm always happy to connect with people. I think it's interesting, though, when we kind of look at these, Pamela, like in relation to having a podcast. Yeah. Right? Like, I'll just talk about my experience. When I started my podcast, I was like, I want to start a podcast. I'm just going to hit record and talk. Right? And then it's so much more than that, right? <laughs> it's so much more than that. But I can't tell you how many times I re-recorded an episode, in the beginning anyways, re recording yes. an episode because I forgot to say something, or right. I said something wrong. One yeah. sentence. Right? right? Yeah. How- Quicker you going to burn out if you are attached to that perfectionism.
0: Right, I, I did mean, the same thing. I did the same thing. Right.
1: <laughs> and I think in relation to to podcasts, like I release an episode of Bombshell CEO every single week. But I I want to continue to do that. I am continuing to do that right now. But what I wish I would have done when I started my podcast, and I'm not saying that I can't do this now. But I would have, I think I would have mapped out some breaks and broke it into seasons. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah. Because even if I did take a month or two off to kind of regroup, there's still a ton of episodes for people to listen to. There's a ton of value. And that's an asset for me. That podcast will live forever. I've had people message me on Instagram and say, I found your podcast because I was searching in my podcast app for hormones and gut health. And your podcast came up.
0: And that's so niche too. How awesome is that that people are finding you? That's like the power of podcasting right there.
1: It is the power of podcasting. But I think too, you have to treat it like anything else. You have to be clear about what you're going to do. You have to remember not to let those behaviors hijack you and get in the way. And maybe you have a plan, like you do seasons or you have a certain number of guest episodes so that it's not just you. And there are certain things that you plan to talk about, like you plan your content out ahead of time. I'm one of those people who's like, I just want to talk. I'm going to hit record. (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah, I love that. And also, too, Holly, you can go into your podcast host. I I forget what you use, but you can totally change it to a season. And then if you wanted to do that, you still totally can.
1: Yeah, I just switched over from Kajabi to Buzzsprout. So I'm still trying to figure that out. And. I might yeah. I might take a month off, but you know, I, I know that there's already so much value there. And even if someone exactly. listened to them, they could listen to them all again and hear something new. Yeah. And I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves because nobody wants to get pod fade. Nobody exactly. wants to start a podcast and then like quit.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then like I was telling you before we started this this recording, my podcast is gonna live forever too. And even though I'm ending it, like there's still a ton of value there that will continue to be there. And people will continue to find me. And so that's just that's awesome that you're able to do that if you need to take a break or plan that out. So that's good.
1: Right. And I think that people need to understand, like, when you have a podcast, this is free content that you are yeah, giving. Right. There's in the beginning, there's not a lot of ROI that comes. It is a labor of love. And Pamela, I just want to say how proud i am of you for letting the other podcast go yeah. because it's almost like a death like you're going to grieve know. a little but it's still there and it's still going to serve people and it's still going to give them a ton of value yeah and you did it you did it and you pivoted and here's the yeah. other thing is i yeah. think we we don't pivot soon enough sometimes because we're stuck in those behavior patterns.
0: Yeah. And I knew I had to do it. And so it almost is, or it really truly is like grieving because if it wasn't for that podcast, I would have never pivoted. And so I feel bad. It's like, well, this podcast like set me up to pivot. So I just, I feel terrible, but I know it's what I need to do. So I have to lean into that.
1: And Pamela, it is the evolution of business. Like you can't keep Lighting yourself on fire to keep yeah. other people warm,
0: right? I really appreciate that because that's it's it's not an easy decision.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, I, I completely understand and empathize with you. And I also think too, people who don't have a podcast or a business are not going to understand things like that, and that's okay because yeah. you're living your life for you and your family.
0: Right. Yeah. So true. And so, where can we find you, Holly? Where can we find you? I know we ha- talked about your podcast. Bombshell CEO, but tell us about your podcast and also about anything you have going on or where we can follow you.
1: Absolutely. Well, I thank you so follow much. You, but
0: we're the listeners.
1: <laughs> <to follow> you. <laughs> Aw, thank you. Well, thanks so much for having me, Pamela. I really appreciate it. I always love to chat with you and yeah. provide value for your listeners. If anyone wants to connect with me, Instagram's a great place. It's My handle is at HollyAngelaDoll. And Pamela will have that for you in the show notes so you know how to spell it. Mm -hmm. And I would love to just have a DM. Like if you're listening to this and anything resonated with you, send me a DM. I don't say that just to say it. Like I genuinely want to have conversations with people. From what I've shared today, you can probably tell like I get deep pretty quick. I'm really here to chat with people, to see if I can help them, if I can't help them, to send them to someone else that can. I, I love that. And I have a new audio training called The Secret Ways Burnout Sabotages Your Energy in Abundance. So if you are interested in that, you can just DM me. I will send that over. Bombshell CEO, we've got a lot of great episodes. And what I try to do in that podcast is, again, get into those deep-rooted emotional issues that are holding women back in life and business and bridge the gap between health and business, really, to help people bring alignment to their business body and brain, avoid burnout. We talk about all the deep things over there. And yeah, we also have an Instagram bombshell CEO podcast. If you want to connect with us there and just keep up to date on the latest episodes that are coming out.
0: Yeah, I love that. Holly, thank you so much. As always, this is so enlightening. I feel like this is a therapy session for me <laughs> in a in a good way. Thank you so much again for being on the show.
1: You too. Thanks for having me, Pamela. Thank you so
0: much for tuning in today. If you feel this blessed you and your business in any way, please share this with a friend who you know would love this. Also, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. That is the number one way to say thank you and the only way that I know you're loving the show. Plus, it encourages me to keep going. Please don't forget to also follow this podcast by hitting the plus icon up at the top so that you're notified when new episodes are available. Lastly, come on over to our Facebook group where you can get more information about podcasting get inspired, network and connect with other podcasting moms. Head to com slash community and head to com to see how we can work together. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. I'll chat with you soon, friend.